Hello and welcome to this IBR Extra, a podcast from the Iowa Business Report. I'm Jeff Stein. We know how important proper social media usage is to a business these days, but we often send messages without knowing who is out there or what platform they prefer. That led Blue Compass to find out. Blue Compass is a central Iowa company helping provide businesses with a clear digital direction. Drew Harden is president and co-founder of Blue Compass and shared information specifically about how Iowans use social media in the 88th edition of our program, which aired during Labor Day weekend 2021. At Blue Compass, we're a digital marketing agency, and we have clients all over the country, but a lot of our clients are here in the Midwest and here in Iowa, and so their target audiences are here in Iowa as well in many cases. And so for us to do our best work, it's really beneficial for us to know exactly how Iowans are spending their time online and what their social media habits are. So this is a study we started doing a few years ago, and basically we survey hundreds of Iowans about their social media habits. And once we can understand better, you know, how are Iowans using social media? What platforms are they spending the most time on? What platforms are they most likely to respond to ads on? What platforms are they moving away from? That sort of thing really helps us better serve our clients. And it's also really handy, I think, just for businesses and organizations here in Iowa to be able to know so that they can better connect with their audience. We have a fundamental flaw in our analysis, don't we, where we try to collect followers. Well, we don't know anything about the followers. We're not really measuring it against anything else. And we don't know if we're reaching out to the right group. So I might put an emphasis, let's say, on Instagram, but that may not be where my target audience is. Is that too much of an overstatement of what people often do wrong in this effort to, quote, be on social media? Yeah, I think there's a lot of truth to that, Jeff. And it's true, especially when social media first came out, I mean, years ago, people were very obsessed with followers. And it just feels good to have a lot of followers. It feels good to look at your profile and say, you know, look at all the followers I have. But as time has gone on, we've really discovered that followers is more or less a vanity metric. It's good to have followers. It's good to have more followers. But we always ask organizations, what would really push the needle for you? What's really the most important thing that you want your audience to do when they get to your social media or your website? And it might not just be follow you. It's probably something a little deeper than that, like reach out to you or connect with you or purchase from you or something like that. And so how can we get them to that point? And beyond that, social platforms over the years have really become pay to play. If you have a thousand followers and you make a post on just about any social media platform, Only a small fraction of your followers will even see that unless you pay for more to see that. And so followers alone are certainly not the end-all be-all metric that you should be looking at. It's sort of like email marketing. You can say you have however many hundred or thousand people subscribe to the newsletter, but if they don't open that email and read it, which is another thing you can measure, but it really shows this number of people who simply receive it and delete it every day without looking at it, uh, that's no different than direct mail that goes right in the garbage in another generation. Absolutely. Absolutely true. So when it comes to social media, we always ask, you know, what do you want people to do on your social platform? And in most cases, it's let's send them back to our website and then get them to see our story, to read a little bit about us, to become familiar with us, and ideally to eventually convert or do the action that our clients want them to take. 
do Iowans on the whole mirror the rest of the country with regard to their favorite platforms or the ones with which they engage the most? That's very interesting. We've been following this again for a few years. And one of the things we see Iowans do is favor Facebook much more than the national average. And that's been really consistent. However, this is the first year that we're starting to see that slide a little bit. Two years ago, 82% of Iowans age 18 to 44 used Facebook. And today, that's dropped to 74%. And so this is the first time we're seeing Iowans start to move away from Facebook a little bit, which is interesting because, again, Iowans have always used Facebook more than the national average. And that 74% is more than the national average still, but we're really starting to see Iowans start to slide away from that. So where are they going? I presume the proliferation of other choices has, in part, led to that reduction because there's still only 24 hours in a day, even though there's an innumerable amount of social media platforms out there. Absolutely. That's certainly one of the reasons. There's a lot more platforms out there now. Instagram has seen a lot of growth in Iowa. I think that's one of them. Again, two years ago, 44% of Iowans were on Instagram, and today, 70% are on Instagram. That's just two years. That's a pretty significant shift. TikTok wasn't even on the charts a couple of years ago, and now a lot of Iowans are on TikTok. So more platforms keep popping up, and that's one of the reasons that Iowans are shifting away from Facebook a bit. And I think another reason is because a lot of younger people just consider Facebook to be for older people, and it's not quite as cool as it used to be. And so we see that Iowans ages 18 to 24 use Facebook much less than the rest of Iowans. So this is really the same situation as when you go to a business and say, all right, who's your clientele? Who are you trying to reach? Because to your point, and I'm simplistically stating all of this, if I said my audience was 18 to 24, you would direct me to something like Instagram or TikTok or one of those, as opposed to putting a lot of time in Facebook. But if I'm looking at those, say, 30 to 45, well, Facebook is still a pretty good investment. Yeah, that's correct. That's very likely. Of course, it depends on the industry and a few more details of the demographics. Sure. But yeah, in general, if you're looking to reach 18 to 24-year-old Iowans, you know, that Gen Z it seems like Instagram is a pretty safe bet right now. What else is sort of really tapered off? Obviously, Iowans, as you said, in this age cohort, they use Facebook more than the national average, but it's reduced from the last time you checked. Are there certain platforms that are just simply flat out falling out of favor? We're noticing that Pinterest is decreasing a bit as well, and that used to be a bigger one. And right now, just 19% of Iowans, 18 to 44, use Pinterest. So that's decreased over the years. And one thing that's interesting is there's a social platform slash instant messaging platform called Telegram that maybe you've never heard of. I mean, it doesn't get a lot of press, but 25%, so a quarter of Iowans, 18 to 44, are on Telegram. So that's even more than Pinterest, even though Pinterest has so much more name recognition. So there continue to be more of these platforms popping up that um, are a little out of the ordinary and that don't get a lot of name recognition that are taking some audience perhaps away from some of the more mainstream platforms we're used to seeing. I made an assumption a while ago, and it may not be with merit, so I want to distinguish. I suggested Facebook declined because something else may have increased. 
Are there folks who, as we rail against, quote, big tech, are there folks that are just simply cutting the cord, dropping out, deleting the accounts, and just going without it? Or do you believe people are, if they're perhaps disenfranchised with Facebook or Twitter, for whatever reason, political reasons, whatever, do you find that they are finding something else or that they're just saying, I used to have a lot more free time before I engaged in all this, and I'd like to have some of that back? (laughs) Right. Great question. We are seeing some people move to different platforms, but we are not seeing Iowans leave social media. So there's been a lot of buzz, like you said, especially just with everything that went on in 2020 about people just wanting to turn off social media. There's so much negativity there. A lot of complaints about censorship from big tech, censoring posts and dictating what people can and can't post. For those reasons, again, yeah, we're seeing some movement to other platforms and Telegram is one of those. Telegram is known as a platform that you can post pretty freely on. And so I think that's certainly part of the reason as well that people have left Facebook. But again, we're not seeing Iowans social media usage decrease. We're just seeing it shift a bit. And I suppose for those who left Facebook, perhaps for Instagram, or in terms of more usage, and I'll talk about time spent using social media in a moment. If you're Facebook, you may not care because you own Instagram. That's one of the (laughs) the dirty little secrets about some of this. People may say, I'm fed up with Facebook. I like Instagram. I don't know that the Facebook company cares. Well, I think there's some truth to that for sure. I mean, Facebook wants as many people on Facebook and as many people on Instagram as possible. And that's why they've but integrated if, that so much, right? With the business suites and whatever, so that exactly, you can do yep. those those sorts of synergistic posts. Exactly. Yep. Absolutely. You can do that. So I think uh, Facebook was probably pretty smart to purchase Instagram a number of years ago. I think that worked out pretty well for them. But I mean, at the same time, you know, Google owns YouTube. <laughs> Everything's pretty connected. So in terms of the time that we spend, I think there are people who, when the web first came, they would look up and it's two hours and they were just lost in all of the different angles of the web. Well, now people have personal devices and they're always looking down at them. Are we finding that they are using, in terms of time spent, are they actually using these devices, these platforms even more than in the past? Yeah, absolutely. Generally, we've seen the screen time and usage go up over the years and and certainly as of recently. And of course, with all of us having mobile devices in our pocket, I mean, that doesn't help at all. It's, It's difficult to get away from it. It's so easy and convenient. So more and more people are spending time online. I mean, that's a reality. I think we all know that. And it's no different for Iowans. As you brought this data together and you work with it on a daily basis, you work with clients across the country. Mm -hmm. But yet, as you put it all together, was there one or two things that just jumped out that surprised even you with this long experience in the field? I think this year, one of the things that did surprise me a little bit, and and, maybe I anticipated a bit, was, again, just this shift away to other platforms that are a little lesser known. I think another example of that, Jeff, is DuckDuckGo. DuckDuckGo is a search engine that's known for not storing your data, not tracking you which Google certainly does. And so that's kind of DuckDuckGo's big marketing pitch, that they don't track you. Right now, 93% of Iowans use Google. That's a lot. That's a big percentage. (laughs) And 17% use DuckDuckGo. So obviously, that's much, much smaller. However, the national average for DuckDuckGo is 2%. 
And so that's significantly higher than the national average. So I think we're seeing Iowans perhaps gravitating a little more to alternative platforms than nationally. And maybe saying Iowans are a bit more concerned about privacy and censorship than the rest of the country. So I think that's something that kind of stuck with me. One of the things we found is that a little over half of Iowans feel that social media isn't necessarily positive or negative for our culture. It's just really neutral. About 28% of Iowans feel it's having a negative effect. And then finally, only about 19% or so feel it has a positive effect. So I think it's interesting that so few Iowans feel that social media is positive for the culture overall. Again, most people, about half people think it's neutral, but it's interesting to see those numbers. That is not a ringing endorsement. Not really. Not really. And I, you know, I'm sure that 2020 had a lot to do with it. So much negativity online, a lot of fighting and things like that. So I think that's a lot of it. But, you know, like anything, social media can be very positive. It can be encouraging. It can even save lives if used the right way. But it can be very negative, too. It's just all in how you use it. Drew Harden of Blue Compass. We connected via Zoom on Wednesday, September 1st. You can learn more by going online to bluecompass.com. The Iowa Business Report, radio program, and podcast is presented by Advance Iowa, the state of Iowa's comprehensive consulting program designed to work with mid-sized companies to enhance their growth. Online at advanceiowa.com. The Iowa Business Report airs weekly on dozens of radio stations across the state of Iowa, with the podcast posted right here every week, along with additional IBR extras and IBR business profiles. I'm Jeff Stein for the Iowa Business Report.